podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, everyone. Welcome to your Fantasy Football Scout Q&A ahead of Game Week 26. My name is Az and I'm joined by Sam Bond. Oh, no, it's Mr. Gianni Batici with his 4K resolution webcam. How are you, mate? Oh, very well. It's been a long time since we last spoke. I don't think we've streamed together this season. Maybe not. I don't think we have. I don't <clears> think we have. No, because obviously we did the team selections for Scout. Um, you've now we got your f- own channel. Yeah. Did you do a Q&A with me earlier in the season? I thought I you might know. have done. No, you asked me and I was in... I was somewhere like... I was. Oh, no, we did do it. We I did think we do did. one. I, I was in Miami. Do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've and done I one. just got out of the shower. Uh, I miss our weekly, uh, our weekly team selection Mate, video. Someone, someone commented on my YouTube um, channel the other day saying, like, uh, why don't you do videos with Az anymore? That was the Go FPL content. Oh. I was like, wow, oh. wasn't that, trust me, it wasn't that good. <laughs> but <laughs> hey, I I'm do taking miss it. my weekly chats because last year we did not only team section every week, but we also, I did probably, I don't know, four or five black boxes towards the end of the season. So we, at one point, were streaming twice a week. It was loads of fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, there we go. Well, as I, um, so you're, we're in for the Q&A, so get your, get your questions in. Um, as a kind of a, we kind of decided to split these over the the two channels, don't we? We're going to do we're going to do um, some some Q and A on this channel, and yeah. then if you've if you've not had enough of that, we're going to switch over to your channel uh, to yeah. do a Q and A for more Q and A for more Q and A and some well. press conference roundups. I thought I'd change the title, so oh, nice. probably the same chat, but I've called it press conference stream. But Whoa, you know, it'd be a bit look, both. bloody press conferences. My move this week, and I'm you know I did the did the FPL show earlier, and they asked what my move was going oh, to be, and my move was going to be Darwin to Hoyland. That was going to oh, be my was move. It actually, yeah. yeah. So I get back from the FPL show. All the content's outdated because Hoyland's out for now for two or three weeks. Tom, the producer's fuming because uh, we're planning and stuff. Um, it's a shame. But yeah, uh, here we are. We've got Chris in the chat saying, where's El Fossi gone? He was brilliant. <laughs> Chris Amazing. has been doing all the streams this week. He's one with Ed earlier. What's yeah. there? Yeah, they did one with Ed on um, like a kind of support group for those having a bad game week. He did oh, the team news just before this. And he wanted to be on the Q&A with me. And I was like, ah, sorry, mate. I got, got Jenny signed up. <laughs> Love that. Excellent. Well, yeah, I'll always step in for an extra with you, mate. But I, I must go what, back and watch the support group. I mean, yeah. Chris and Ed as a Chris combination for Ed. support group. I'm there for it. It's amazing. <laughs> and Chris, while you're watching, please get a decent mic and sort that headset out. Uh, you know my thoughts on, on that from when I worked at Scout. Uh, but no, it was a, it was a very good uh, stream. Uh, let's take some questions then. Let's start with Jonathan yeah. Barker. Uh, should I sell KDB? Feels like a knee-jerk reaction. We've both got him. What are you doing with him? Mate, I think the reaction, and look, Fantasy Football Scout always give you the up-to-date press conference news. So, like, within minutes of Pep's quoting, I saw Scout tweeted, and I think that's a tweet everyone has seen. I read that as positive, yet most of the quote tweets on it are, oh, I might sell De Bruyne then. Mm. I read that as, oh, good, he's fitter than he was a few days ago, because if he travels, he's match fit. And he ain't travelling all the way down to Bournemouth to not get off the bench. He either starts or he comes off the bench. I think you get minutes from De Bruyne over the weekend. In fact, if he travels, almost certainly he does. Yeah, sure, we're not confident of a start and it would be rubbish if he didn't. But if he needs a rest, he's rested for the FA Cup a few days later. I think he starts. He's a risky sell, I think, um, because we know what he can do off the bench. But there are decent Mm. midfield options. I mean, KDB to Huang feels like... I don't know. It feels wrong, like on paper, but I don't think he's a yeah. Like, make him real bank <laughs> with that. I don't. I'm I'm holding him this week and, and hoping for for something. I think he can do damage in that game, kind of wherever he plays. So I would keep him 
But I mean, we were, we were never going to get anything concrete from Pep, were we? So no. Yeah. yeah, so I take that as actually slightly good info. But do check out training ground pictures later. They train at four today. So right now they're training. By six, seven tonight, we'll probably get some images on Man City's socials. Mm. If you see him training with the ball with the rest of the team, you're like, yeah, well, he's ready. Yep. Brandon Ong says KDB is a hold uh, for him uh, as well. Interesting, FPL copycat here. Not a fan of the oh. He Chan moves. I mean, talk about player of the week. Everyone and his dog's going for, for Huang at the moment, it feels I saw a meme of Huang and Neto as like prime Messi and Ronaldinho. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I see. I do. I do get it. I probably am going Huang, but that's. I'm a Jota seller, and I think if you're selling Jota, you, you, if you own Jota, you're definitely selling him. And Huang does make a lot of sense, and it's all about the entry point on this one. Mm-hmm. It's all about making the most of that first fixture. To be fair, I'll probably be benching him for the next few weeks because I've got eight good attackers. But this week against Sheffield United at home. Wolves' attack does feel obvious. I think if if this was a week where we didn't see Spurs blanking, I think Jota to maybe like Madison or Richarlison would be popular given they've got the game in, in 29 no. as well. But you're looking at the mids and like I, it's really hard to see like an equivalent mid. Like the Fat Huang's got three good games coming up, mm. playing out of position, probably on penalties. Um, and people have got the money from from Jota, and people have, having to make a midfielder move because the strikers are where it's at, really. I mean, I know Hoyland's out, and that's so so bloody frustrating. Um, but you know, with Tony, with Watkins, with Solanke, um yeah. as well, moving to one of those three. But if you've kind of got those in place, you need to make a midfielder move. And Huang's just obvious, I think, one of those annoying obvious moves that everyone uh, is is going for. Um, Mike the says, obvious... "What about uh, Sarabia? Sarabia oh, or?" or... Yeah. Or Neto? I mean, are you, you're you on the Huang trainer, right? Yeah, Neto is the one... I think it's a close call. I think Neto next week against Newcastle away, it's, it's a more Neto fixture. But this week against Park the Bus, Sheffield United, Neto and Sarabia won't have the space to gallop into. And, and actually, I think it, you go for the guy in the box, the number nine, and, and Huang. You know, we've seen Neto catch the eye against Spurs twice, but that's because, you know, it's counter-attack and it suits them. Mm. So next week, maybe Newcastle. But outside of Wolves mids, you say as it's slim pickings and you're so right there... The other players I've looked at, I want to get your take. Some might go still to Bowen because they're like, fiction yep. 29, it's still Jared Bowen, a good player, and at some point West Ham will score goals. <laughs> I mean, Surely. I'm not going there because I just go, <laughs> they're on a massive decline. Even with Paqueta and Antonio, I still don't like going investing in a team that's just so poor at the moment. But the other one is, and you speak all the time to Mark, like, is Leon Bailey. Leon Bailey, mm. I was hot on at the start of the week. And then as the week's gone on, I think I've probably, and I hate to admit it, got FOMO on Huang. Um, but he does play in 29. He is a starter. He started 10 and 12. Yes, he comes off early a lot. And yes, he's a couple of games from being dropped if he plays poorly. But Villa have also got good fixtures and mm. he is super advanced in that team. Yeah, I mean, the the issue with, with Bailey, like everyone knows, is, is just the, the rotation. Off at 70 minutes, mm. you know, maybe Diaby comes on. Diaby's been really poor for, for quite a while. So I think the start for Bailey is, is pretty locked in. I just think Bowen, like you say, surely West Ham, the, the, all the talk as well is that Paqueta is going to be kind of rushed back. It's not always a great thing if he's not yeah. like fully fit. But what I like about um, West Ham is that Burnley game in 28 as well because looking at all the fixtures for West Ham versus the fixtures for Aston Villa they're equally kind of good but that Burnley at home fixture kind of really stands out and I'm looking at Kudus and looking at Bowen and thinking they're going to get joy in that game because Burnley are going to attack and they're going to have space to push through and they're both definitely going to play almost certainly play 90 minutes in those games so I'd put those two ahead of Bailey 
But if I was looking for an Aston Villa mid, I'd go Bailey over Louise, I think. Mm. Yeah, mm. we're aligned there. We're yeah. aligned there. Uh, Nuclear Atoms in the chat. Hello. Uh, going for eight Nori uh, since I chose Garnacho um, over Huang. Yeah, I mean, a few things to to go for this one. I mean, what do you think of eight Nori? That's the move I'm considering this week as well. Surely a locked-in clean sheet. Easy. Easy six <sighs> points. In theory. <laughs> as I it mean, always is. Yeah, I do like eight Nori. I think... I was looking at defenders earlier this week. I don't think I'll make a defensive move anymore. I do have a Stupinan, like you as you've got Stupinan, right? Of course. Yeah. I think I'm going to chance it and just chuck him in unless we hear different. But I was looking at Pau Torres or Moreno. So I was looking at Aston Villa defence, eight Nori, or if money wasn't an issue, you just go to an extra Arsenal defender if you only Mm. have one. And I think Saliba still makes a ton of sense for those that are just on Gabriel and Saka. But eight Norrie's definitely up there in my sort of top three. I'm so attacking. I, lo- I love an average position map. And eight Norrie is picking up almost wide forward positions at times. Yeah, I mean, that is nice. I mean, I, I can do um, Kabore out, who's not even playing for Luton, uh, to eight Norrie. And then uh, Darwin to Solanke. It was going to be Darwin to, to Hoyland, like I said. But gets, I mean, Solanke was always the kind of sensible pick anyway, given that it's Burnley next and then the, and then the double. After City, um, eight Norrie's the kind of like funnish one where if you've got a, a dead spot, like a player who's not playing or someone like Kabore, it feels like quite a good opportunity just to move them on and get yeah. in someone who is going to play. Um, a few people talking about Stupinan. I mean, is Stupinan a sell? Says FPL copycat. Uh, Tim WD mentions this ridiculous quote from Deserby, uh, which is he's had Ansu Fati in a Stupinan at his house and he rotates the players to try his Italian kitchen. I mean... <laughs> I don't know what you do uh, with, with with that. Um, Lungani says, does Irby had dinner with Est Opinion? That's good news. It's not always good news, is it? I'll be breaking the news to him gently that he's not playing. <laughs> I mean, firstly, what manager has players around their house for dinner? Like, that's awesome. That yeah, it actually happens. I, I saw, I saw um, Pochettino saying he had a barbecue at the start of the season with the Chelsea players. Okay, but nice. A rotating... Kitchen where he cooks some pasta. I've never heard of that. <laughs> On a weekly basis. It's like you're not yeah. just entertaining once a season. You've got to have players around every... But, I mean, it's quite cool. And Fatty is a player coming back from injury who has been out a long time. And Estupanan is a player that's not been flavour of the month and not started the last couple. So it's interesting mm. that those two are on the rotation this week. Mm. Maybe it, maybe there's something in that. Or maybe it's completely random and it's just two each week from a hat or whatever. Um I don't know. What do you think, Az? I mean, I think I think at some point Estupinan will need minutes because Brighton are about to get two legs against Roma. They've got the Premier League. Fixtures become thick and fast again. And when they do, what does De Zerbi love to do? Rotate a ton. And if he's rotating a ton, he needs his core sort of 15 players all getting regular minutes. And Estupinan hasn't really had them. He's had two, what, 10-minute cameos in the last week, two weeks. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. Is 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 is, is the answer? Um, if it was me and my team, I'd be playing a Superman every week. I'd be forgiving him for any errors he's made because I think he's <laughs> probably our our best player, or at least in the top three yeah. of our players. But you know, it was a it was a very very comprehensive win against Sheffield United. I know they had ten men, but they obviously played the way Deserby wanted to play football. Got a big win, and it was a good it was a good performance against Spurs as well. The week before, we conceded that last minute. Yeah equaliser Estupinan um, gave the ball away for that well exactly so you've got you've got a good performance with, with Spurs but Estupinan making a mistake he gets dropped and then it's a good performance against Sheffield United my theory would be he'll miss this one and play in the cup mm. in the week but it, I mean that's not what people want to hear but I, yeah. I, I would 
I, unless he changes a winning team that's just won five nil. I don't know. I think he. I think he just carries on with it. Most the, managers wouldn't. They'd go. You've just won five nil. But Deserby changes every team all the time, doesn't he? I don't know. I don't know if he's got history of winning a big scoreline and keeping the eleven. Yeah, he, do, he does love rotation. He, more he than... does. He does love it to rotate, and he'll pick a team that he thinks gives him the best chance. But I don't think Sheffield United is that different a game to to Everton. True. Yeah. In the sense that Sheffield United shut up shop, and that was the team he picked. And Everton are going to be quite defensive and low block and. It could be a different team. So maybe he thinks that Stupinan isn't needed on, on the counter and his pace and, and that kind of thing. Mm. I don't know. I'm keeping him. I'm probably going to play him. I'm going to hope for a start, but I'm not too confident about I mean, it. he'll get minutes. Like He'll get he'll against get Sheffield minutes. United. He didn't come on until the 81st minute, but even at four or five nil up, he still uses all five subs and puts a Stupinan on the pitch. We all didn't want him to because we're thinking we probably had a good sub one. I, yeah. had, I think I had someone I was hopeful on. But yeah, I think you play him just because he will get some minutes. Yeah, I think, you know, if if, you, if like me, you've got De Bruyne, you've got a Stupinan, um, I've got Darwin and, and no bench. Like, I'm I'm not looking at this, even with my one transfer as having 11 players, I'm probably going to yeah. have 10.5, maybe maybe even 10 if, if you know, De Bruyne and a Stupinan both start. That's why I'm I'm keen to do the eight Nori move, just to clear off one, just in case one yeah. of those just doesn't feature at all. Because you, you, you never really know, especially, I think, with... With De Bruyne, um, Tim WD yeah. points out Matoma as well has got a, got a back injury, oh, um, right. so he he might be out. Which I think if Matoma's out, that might strengthen the case for Stupinan down that left for that kind of work yeah. rate and, and energy. But who who really knows? It's uh... years ago as uh, Chelsea had two good left backs in Wainbridge and Ashley Cole, and the fans were crying out for. And I, we saw it a couple of games, one to play left back, one to play left wing. And mm. I wonder if you could see, imagine a Lamptey and a Stupinan, like just rotating each, each, each like phase of play. One of you's left wing, one's left back. That'd be so know. cool. I think if, La- if Lamptey could play like left centre back, that could yeah. be an option because they could just kind of switch, switch around. But yeah, I mean, Lamptey is, is a funny one because he's playing a lot more than I thought he was kind of capable of, but only got 45 minutes in the in the last game. And when he was subbed, it wasn't even a stupid man that came on Yeah, for him. So I think that shows that he is quite far down the pecking order. Cause it's amazing that Lamptey switched from right back to left back. He goes off, off after 45 and it's not even the only natural left back in the team that comes on for him. Mm. Stinks worry, of an worry. injury that though. Lamptey coming off at half time and I know nothing's been said, mm. but I wonder if he's been asked. I'll be looking at training ground pictures to see if Lamptey's even trained this week. Like there's a chance mm. 45 minutes sub is doesn't usually happen unless you're playing really badly or you're injured. Yeah. He I mean he is he is wrapped in cotton wool though. Like any oh, kind of any <laughs> kind of like you know, oh I'm a bit tired. It's like, oh God, get him off, like we can't risk it. Yeah. Bless him. I I absolutely mm. love uh Lamptey. Uh David James Whiteway says Saka Captain. Tempting. Where's your captain going this week? I'm going boring. Harland Harlan being back in the game does make it difficult like, and it does make it boring I love I loved him being out and discussing captaincy in depth each week and this week there is an argument even with Haaland to look at players like Saka Saka is the only other player I would go to if it wasn't Haaland but I am going Haaland um, maybe if Arsenal had won in the week and been convincing in Portugal but you know it's a Wednesday trip back for a Saturday fixture usually if you've played Wednesday you Premier League give, sort you out the Thursday with a Sunday fixture and it would have been the 12.30 on TNT Sport in the UK. And it's been moved to 8pm, which is why the FPL deadline's mm. been moved. Because Arsenal are coming back from Portugal. So, I don't know. They could have heavy legs. They'll be disheartened from the defeat. Newcastle are on the ropes, but not for me. No, I I, I think I'm more into it than, than you are. But 
I'm still probably going to go for for Haaland. I think I think Saka is a great option, and I expect Arsenal to to score a couple past Newcastle because they like defensively they are I do too. statistically the worst team um, at yeah. the moment. He's going to have space because they've got no pace at the back, and he's going to be attacking what Dan Burn uh, <laughs> at left probably. Howell just that's, loves him. I know. I mean, that's a that's a mismatch if if I ever heard one, but. I mean, Haaland, like, I look at him over the double game week. I know he only got 10 points, but in that Chelsea match, he could have had three, four goals in that game. They beat Bournemouth 6-1 um, yeah. at the Etihad in the season. Remember that was the game that he came off at, at halftime with, with a one-pointer in a, yes. in a 6-1. Uh, so he's, he's, got, he's got history in this fixture, but I just think you pick your battles a little bit and it's probably still going to be Haaland for me. Uh, this week, I mean, Huang's the other option. If if you if you are going to get him and really go for it, and you really think Wolves are going to win that game four five nil, double down, double down, he will haul in that match if that happens. So, hmm. yeah, yeah, hmm. yeah. Huang is. I think I I ran a poll, and I think Saka and Huang were the two favourites outside of Haaland. Some might go Watkins, but I just mentioned that Forest are very good defensively under Nuno. I think they rank second. Um, since he's been there, uh, behind Arsenal for best defence in the league. And remember, Forrest did beat Villa earlier this season, so it there's did. a bit of form yep. there. It's a bit of a Comfortably as well, when they were playing really well. Yeah, that was out of nowhere, that one. So, mm. I don't know. Look, I do think Villa will score, and I do think Villa will probably win the football match, but it could be more of a sort of modest 1-0 one, one or 2-1. Like, I don't see a high ceiling for Watkins in that fixture. Yeah. Uh, Goldhead says, do either of you own KDB? We both do, and we're both playing him. So... Yeah. Make of that uh, yeah. what you will. With regret, like <laughs> as and I don't don't usually like in, indulge or spend time on 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 leaks and stuff around deadlines. But there is a chance on FPL Twitter you will see loads of rubbish news and you might see some accurate ones. But they do they do play in the five thirty kickoff, so that's not a mm. banker either. I think he's probably benched again. Like look, just from what we we've heard. I mean, there was I was surprised that he was on the bench in the last game, given the comments. Yeah. from Pep he didn't even warm up so he wasn't no. he was never going to go on but it doesn't really sound like much has changed if we believe anything that man says because he'd been doing like individual training and he should travel with the squad that's all we know so does he start ahead of the FA Cup game why was he on the bench though I don't that's know that's weird I mean, do, they you ne- think, do you they think they needed they him saw as well he had the nig- yeah nil nil 60 minutes yeah. in you expect to see him warming up on the touchline but it was like no we can't go there so maybe no. he didn't report the niggle till or maybe he felt something on the way to the ground or something. It was almost too late. And like, you're going to watch the game, so watch it from the bench. But of course, we're not going to use you. I don't know. Very very weird. Or to instill a bit of fear into Brentford. Like, Possibly. I don't know. Mind I, games. I thought, it was, I thought it was very strange that he didn't come on. Uh, Manuel uh, Simpera says, is Huang on pens? We think so. I'm not sure he is. Not sure? Sarabia has taken one this season when I think Huang was off the pitch and vice versa. So they've not been on the pitch together for a pen. And obviously, Cunha was the penalty taker. Sarabia's record's really good. 16 in 16. Is it? And this is a guy that he's played for PSG when PSG were spending all that money. He's got 25-odd caps for Spain. Like, he's got pedigree. He's a big fish. He's a... Mm. I I think it's a close one, that. I would probably veer towards Sarabia. Don't buy Huang because of penalties. I we're very, very contrarian with each other today. I think yeah. Wang is is on pens. I think he scored that. We were talking about it on the appeal show earlier. He oh, yeah. scored that goal in the quarterfinal of the Asia Cup. Son won the penalty for South Korea. Oh yeah. And who steps up to take it? Huang. I didn't know that. Scores it. He scored his last penalty for Wolves that he, that he took, 
and he's just the more senior option, and he's the only, and he's the main striker. Now, I th- I think he will pull rank on that and take it. So, yeah, I say I'm a I'm I, I we, we can say different things, but yeah. I, I I think he probably takes him. But you're right, there is um there is uh, definitely doubt. Um, good question here from FPL Twiggy: Is Rashford of interest? He'll be playing up top now. If you're going to buy Rashford, you may as well save the money and buy Garnacho. Do note that Rashford still gets early subs, and Garnacho play is, is like higher up the pecking order, and he's mm. so much cheaper and arguably equal goal threat. Rashford playing nine, I don't think it suits him. I think we'd rather see Rashford out left. It's a bit like when Sterling plays number nine, playing number nine, and Bowen. Uh, and there's Palmer. a few examples. <laughs> and Palmer. There's there's, a, <laughs> yeah. there's loads of examples. Often it's not good for our wide forwards to be playing nine. It actually lessens their appeal. Um, so yeah. It's not always the case, but with Rashford it is. I would swerve Rashford. And actually, United are just worse without Hoyland. Yeah. So maybe I'd be slightly cooler on United now. The only flip side to that, I guess, is Fulham don't have Paulinha, which is a yeah. massive loss. And actually, I think they're... I, I saw something that says their goals conceded goes from like 1.2 to like 3.8 or something when he's wow. when he's not in the team. Um, and I mean, you are getting a, a Rashford playing up, up, up top. And I know we haven't always seen the best from him, but... You know, you'd like to think an out of position midfielder in a game like that would would do quite well. Um, I've I've got Garnacho and I'm more than happy with him. Yeah. I just think if you're looking for someone this week and you were going to go for Hoyland and now you're not and now you're looking for a midfielder instead, I think you can do worse than than Rashford. But I think if I was picking Huang or Rashford, I'd I'd still go for Huang. Yeah, mm. definitely, definitely for me. But you know, I'm I'm Mister Anti United quite often, so. <laughs> So am I. So am I. And I need a double. I need a double this week until the uh, the injury. Uh, Pajita points out Holland's injured, so Anthony will be playing. Just forget Man United attack. Yeah. Yeah. Or it will be Bruno on. I think you're right. It will be Anthony. But there's a chance Bruno moves to the right where we have seen him and McSauce comes in the middle. But Tomine does deserve a start after all his goals. (laughs) He does. It'll be interesting to see Garnach on the left because that's his natural position. He's been playing on the right, obviously. So it'll be interesting to see what he does. Um, on the left Dennis Robertson likes that he says uh, just buy McTominay should be up oh, front it could go. well be <laughs> I mean I don't know if we'll see McTominay number nine but good <laughs> start and to be fair like McTominay's goals have been brilliant like fair mm. play like he's good maybe he's better coming off the bench maybe he's yeah. better when the game's a bit more open you know yeah. you have to change change tack and go long yeah uh, TSH says Bailey versus Bowen uh, we said earlier I said Bowen Where where are you leaning Oh, I love this, mate. We are disagreeing on everything. Oh, I'm going to go Bailey. Saying, I'm going Bailey. Yeah, it was Bailey who I was going to buy at the start of the week, and now it's going to be Huang. So they're the two I was looking at. Thank God I haven't got a 1.8 million rank anymore, so I can actually have some <laughs> credit in the bank. Uh, you're having a good season, by the way. 108k at this stage. Oh, I was on. I was flying about four weeks ago. I was 45k. Ah, yeah. And feels... I went from 45k mm. to 145k in one week. Um, so 100k red arrow at that rank is like the worst game week probably in my entire life. I had Foden benched for 20. I didn't own Richard. I've not owned Richardson, and that was the week he went big. Um, yeah, so I was having a really good season. I'm doing all right now, though. Yeah, but it's yeah. annoying when because like in my position, like if I got to where you are, I would be like top of the world. I'd be like, yes, I've like yeah. broken back into top 100k. It's great. But when you're down, when you're down in the good ranks, and then you start having a few bads, you can mm-hmm. be in the same rank as someone else, but have completely different. Yeah. you know kind of feelings and um i don't know like mark always talks about uh you know kind of form in in fpl 
And like, imagine if you go from 30K to 100K, suddenly you start maybe doubting some of your decisions. Whereas if I go from 500 to 100, I'm like, yeah, yeah everything I do touches, you know, it's turning to gold. Yeah. Yeah, so true. And I'd feel exactly the same. Like if I just if I'd just had a couple of massive green arrows to get to 108K, I'd be laughing. I guess it is. It's the form of what have you done in the last fortnight? And you you do feel that in FPL. <laughs> Chris James is smallest oh, violin in the world. <laughs> also, Chris, I saw your comment about the Shaw mic. Uh, it clearly wasn't set to be using the Shaw mic because every time you laughed, it was like my eardrums were, were bursting. So. Oh. On that, can I just say, I don't know if everyone knows, if you if you experience when you watch Az's streams on Scout, he uses this these three different links you have to click on. But hopefully you lot are all benefiting from amazing audio and picture. I mean, it's completely the opposite of how I would what I did. Well, we're going to find out when we switch over to your yeah. channel in, a, in five minutes or so. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's great. I'm glad to know that uh, you're keeping standards high, mate. Thank you. Of, of course. Well, Mark wouldn't let me have it any other way. You know what he's like with yeah, things like this. God, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's good. Um, would you move Arson out for Garnacho, even though Spurs has Palace next game? It says Denver CBC. Who's Arson? Richarlison. Oh, Richarlison. All these bloody, you know, abbreviations. Yeah. I'm 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 a, I'm someone that hasn't owned Richarlison, and it did cost mm. me when I had the big red violin. Um, but I wouldn't be selling him. <laughs> I wouldn't be selling him. No, I mean with the fixtures coming up, I think everyone's going to be buying Richarlison. Yeah, you got to take the hit this week, but I'd be keeping him. Yeah, so would I if I could. I think he's a good option, especially with 29 kind of on the horizon. I mean, you might need to if you've got Poro, Richarlison, Palmer, three Liverpool. You know, these are you know you you need to start making some decisions. But I think Richarlison would be pretty low down the list of ones that I'd want to to lose. Sell Porro before you sell with Charleston. Yeah, exactly. Make, Possibly get some, make, Palmer, I don't know. Yeah, mm, I think that's a... Because I, I, I was thinking of doing Palmer to Huang, but I've kind of gone off that idea now, I think. Cause, yeah, I'm holding Palmer, almost yeah. at all costs for me, but it depends when you bought him it's, as well, because team value does matter. You know, it's an extra half a million you might have on wildcard, because we're all going to buy Palmer back on wildcard. Mm. So... Yeah. Your sale price actually matters on this one because I don't care too much about team value, mm. especially this part of the season towards the end. It's way more important at the start. But if you know you're going to sell Palmer now and if you know when you wildcard, you're going to be bringing him in, that could be literally having an extra 0.5 on your wildcard. Mm. Dillia says, is, is Poro definitely a, a sell? I mean, he has got the injury and we don't know exactly the extent of that, do we, at the moment? No, he has insinuated on Instagram that he has. don't sell him yet, but that's yeah. just... I mean, I'm sure he, originally we were told two to three weeks. Mm. So that would mean in contention for 27. Yeah, I think he's, from what we've seen, he's probably back next week. Again, I think he's one that you keep him if you can. But if you don't have any players, you, he might be someone who you, you need to, especially given the fact he hasn't really had too many attacking returns uh, mm. recently. Um, so people are mentioning Adingra. That's my kind of a chat. Pajita says, oh, as yeah. talk about your favourite Adingra. Uh, Akash says, why is no one buying Adingra? Yeah, they should. I think he's he's a good pick. Was he five five million, five one, something like that? He got all those starts before Afcon as well, didn't he? Like he was nailed. Mm. Yeah, five million he is. Hmm. The issue is the kind of the lack of returns. Lots of ones, lots of twos. Uh, he has got six goals this season though, which um, which isn't bad. But two of those came in the last match. I mean, I, I like Garnacho's four nine. You've got Huang playing out of position. You've got Neto. You've got Palmer. Um, you've got Douglas Luiz or Bailey with the game in, in 29 as well. And if you really want a Brighton player, you'd probably argue that Gross is a slightly better pick, even though he's a bit more expensive. Um, but yeah, I mean, 
Ading was great. I, I love I love him. I think he's absolutely amazing. So if you want he's him, great. if you yeah. want him, yeah, why not, why not get him? Um, Sushant says, thoughts on Palace attack with new manager bounce, potentially. I haven't got any bloody players. They're, all, they're injured. Yeah, Eze and Lise are out. We know that. I think I saw yeah. that on the Scout tweet earlier. Um, and guys, if you want a roundup of fitness, like on the Scout website, and this isn't even for members, this is everyone, you can you can view that roundup. It's really, really conclusive. But no, not for me. Like, I'd swerve Palace at all costs. Yeah. I think uh, this one from Kaj is uh, an easy one. Best 4-2 or less defender? Maguire's 4-2, isn't he? But I don't know if he's... He came off. Yeah. There's some, there's some people thinking that Evans is going to start... Is going to start the next game. Branthwaite, I don't. I do think Sean Dyche teams and Branthwaite will be a, in, a, in all our wildcard teams. I like Van Heck at four. Oh, is he four point two? He's four one. Jeez, that's cheap. Yeah, he's. I mean, we don't keep any clean sheets, <laughs> which is a no. But you a, have a just like three and six, which is <laughs> bloody rare. Like your defense in the last six game weeks, three clean sheets. That is mm. almost unheard of. But yeah, it is. Yeah, but I do like him. Uh, Jammer says, looking forward to seeing uh, in CISO uh, Ooh, back when. Uh, he's back on the bench apparently oh. this weekend so that'd be nice if he does well he might get treated to a nice Italian dinner at the uh, Zerbi's uh, house uh, we are going to go in just a couple of minutes so we will just take a couple uh, more questions I saw one that I was going to take but now I've lost it uh, David Jackson says should I sell Zinchenko or a Stupinan yeah I mean Zinchenko is doubtful um, so I'd be selling him probably because you just need numbers this week yeah, and Estupan's going to get some minutes, so probably yeah. Zidchenko. But a bit reluctant because if he does come back into the team, he's, he's a decent differential, I think, uh, at left-back. Yeah, um, his points have actually been pretty good this season because he's not played nowhere near as much as Gabriel and Saliba, but he's still putting up good numbers. Yeah. Uh, Evan Chowdhury says, Gabriel with Saliba, or actually he says Gabriel with Saliba, <laughs> might simply mean Saliba, uh, for the double defence or pair Odegaard with Saka for double attack. Double defence or double attack? I was looking at Odegaard at the start of the week and then realised one of the big things with Odegaard is you get set pieces. Well, not anymore because Declan Rice is on them and on mm. them very well. So that might be enough to swing it and they're the best defence in the league. Double defence. I like the double defence. I mean, I don't expect one against Newcastle, but Sheffield United, Brentford, Chelsea, they're three very real possibilities for clean sheets. And like We've all got Gabriel or Saliba anyway. It's the only way you're going to benefit from it is if you double up uh, on them. I just can't see you regretting going for double Arsenal defence. It just I looks a bit so. a bit too good. Um, so yeah, I'd go with that. Uh, and we'll take one more uh, question uh, from BB Defender. Uh, it was in the in the black box chat the other, the other night. Good to see you. And on my team selection stream. Uh, and he says, uh, Amari Bell is 3.9. That's not even the one I meant to click. Um, Amari Bell is 3.9. There's a double coming up. Would you go for Amari Bell? I've got Bell. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> I've got Bell. I mean, yeah, he's in. He's in my team, and I, I had like four million to buy Harlan back. I had like four million to buy a defender, and Bell was the standout. And the week he came in, he got me two bonus. Yeah. for three whopping points. I, um, I can't believe that. Ridiculous. Yeah, no, that was hilarious. He's not. He's not good for bonus usually, um, and he's got no goal threat. Um, and he gave the ball to Hoyland for the goal. Yeah, in the last yeah. Game. <laughs> but he does play ninety every week, and you'll get one hundred eighty minutes out of him in a double. So yeah, why not? Yeah, I mean, the issue is he hasn't got a game uh, this week, obviously. But <laughs> if you're, say you're trying to get funds for, for someone and you've already got an 11, then maybe that's the way you go. But I wouldn't be expecting too much. The one I meant to click on was from Big Lou. Uh, the final question we have today, uh, which is start Charlie Taylor or Trippier. Charlie Taylor's coming off everyone's benches. He's been injured for so long. Is he yeah. going to be the hero again? I mean, I've got Taylor in my 11 this week. Uh, I've got to got all the big names. 
Taylor and Bell. Um, <laughs> I'd start tripping. And a stupid now. You're in for big yeah, week. Honestly, <laughs> go trips because you, you've always got upside there. Yeah, I think so. You go, you go, you go for, you go for trips. We're not even 100 percent sure Charlie Taylor's going to start. Yeah, he we? just he came off the bench. He's just he's only got 10 minutes back since he's been out six mm. weeks. So hopefully he's good for a start now. Yeah, he's going to score. Like, it's guaranteed. He's done this honestly. before earlier in the season. Yeah, he has. Um, right, we are going to stop it there. Thank you, everyone, uh, for joining us. Janny, thanks for joining uh, in place of Sam uh, for no, this Q and A. And yeah, we're going to head over to your channel to uh, carry on the fun, right? Yeah, you're about to see a very less professional setup. There will be no <laughs> clean feed and sharp cameras on my streamyard. Uh, I think I've sent you the link, Has. Let's see if you can join. But I'll go live in 30 seconds, and hopefully, As will join in the next minute or two. Perfect. Well, we will see you over there. Uh, do make sure you've liked this video if you enjoyed it. Make sure you subscribe to the Fantasy Football Scout YouTube channel and check the website and all the membership offerings and everything that's going on over there. Um, I'll be back next week with someone. If Chris can sort his mic out, maybe I'll even do it with him as a bit of a treat. <laughs> Uh, for him, not for the viewers. Nah, I'm joking. Um, but yeah, we'll see you in a second on Jenny's channel. See you guys. <laughs>